Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Life in Business. I'm Libby Langley, your host here broadcasting live at the time of recording, not live when you're listening to it. So today I'm going to dive into a murky old world. There's a lot of kind of talk, I guess, on Instagram particularly about ways that you can work smarter And some of those are absolutely valid, right? And I talk a lot about ways that you can work smarter. But one of these ways is always to have a passive income stream. Now, I want to kind of shed some light on what that actually means and what passive actually means when it comes to income streams. And as ever, you know, I'm doing real talk here for you. And I don't want you to think that this is negative because it isn't. It's realistic. And I always am honest with you. And I always share exactly what the truth is about business. You know, that's my kind of mission here, right? There's no, I'm not going to pull the wool over anybody's eyes here. And I'm not going to, I don't know, sugarcoat anything because I just think there's enough bullshit out there, right? You don't need any more (laughs) of that from me. What you need from me is honest honest support that will help you make informed decisions in your business. So that's our agreement for today, okay? So the truth about passive income. I mean, passive income is absolutely the dream, right, in any business. You want to just make money while you sleep. You want to be able to work from the beach in Bali and um, just spend all the time that you want with your kids or, I don't know, watching Netflix, whatever it is that you want to do, and kind of not have to, to do any work for this stuff to just come in. Amazing dream, right? I mean, flipping heck, it's just... It's just incredible. And over the years, I've had an assortment of passive, and I'm doing it in inverted commas, income um, products and services. And it is absolutely, honestly, the best feeling in the world when, when you get a little ping from Stripe or whoever you use as your payment gateway and somebody's bought something from you while you weren't while you were doing something else. You know, you wander around Sainsbury's or whatever exciting thing that you do with your life. Um, but... That is only part of it. That is absolutely only part of the story. Now, passive income, it doesn't mean passive, right? Passive means passive means that you're not doing anything. You don't have to do anything, right? And that just kind of, it, it's simply not true, okay? It is extremely unlikely that you would set up something that people can download and buy that you will never, ever have to touch or talk about once you've created it. Extremely unlikely. 
which is what the dream sold us, right? And the people who share this stuff on Instagram will talk about, you know, create create an online program and then never have to do anything again. And it just kind of, it doesn't work like that. It can if you're extremely lucky or if you have an enormous audience, right? And in which case you've spent years building that up and you have a team that works with you and supports with you, supports you. But let's assume that you are you, you know, there's maybe just you on your own. There's maybe one or two of you. You're a small team, right? And so this is where the real talk comes in. To set up a passive income prod- product takes time, energy, effort, and cost. So the kind of things it could be is a course that you, like a pre-recorded course, a self-study course, so that people can buy it, access it, do it in their own time. Fine. Yeah, that's a great example of a passive income product. Or a masterclass that you've previously previously delivered that, again, they can just buy, they can download, they can access. Or you might have an ebook, for example, um, or an actual book. You know, I mean, I've, I've, I've got a book that, uh, my book, Life in Business, that's available on Amazon and um, on Kindle and in paperback. And Technically, that's the passive income. That's passive income too, right? Because it's it's created, it's there, people can just buy it or download it whenever they want to. So those are all examples of what passive income products are, but they don't just magic themselves, right? They don't just, ma- unfortunately, they don't just magic themselves out of thin air. So you have to, in order to set up this product and make it available, there's certain steps that you have to go through. So if it's a a book, you'll write the blooming book, right? So that takes a bit of time and energy and effort. And also in my case, I used a book coach to to do all the kind of technical stuff and the typesetting and design and all of that. And that, you know, that cost me a few thousand pounds. So there was a setup cost there. And if you are... Um, even if you're record selling a recording of something that you've delivered previously, okay, there was the time and effort for you to create the thing in the first place, the slides, the content, and then there is also the cost of the software that you need to record it and to host it and to make it available for people to buy. So there will be software costs in there. Possibly you've paid someone else to do some editing. Possibly you've spent money on on somebody doing, uh, I don't know, the the design, the delivery, the the editing of of that. Um, Or the creation, perhaps you paid a videographer to be part of it. So there's certainly setup costs involved in that and the time to do that. And that will be a one-off cost, right? So, for example, my book, I you know, it, it's there, it's up and running, it's fine. The only thing that it costs me now is um, the sales fees from Amazon, the KDP. So, if every time I sell a book, they take a they take a slice, right? That's but that's fine. That's kind of just like your ongoing finance charges, which you would get through Stripe or PayPal or however you sell anything. So that's just a business running cost. Okay. So effectively, now it's up and running. It's free. And everything that I get by the fees is is profit. So fine, right? So that's your passive income product. product. You've taken the time to create it. You've spent the money on creating it. You've uploaded it to somewhere so people can pay you some money and then get access to it. Great. 
What happens next? They just come and buy it? Yeah, I mean, some people might, you know, if you've got a if you've got a big audience, if you've done a lot of work on your SEO on your website, people might find it. Um, it could just go viral for because you're just lucky. You know, these are all possible, but what is more likely is that you are marketing the ass off this product, right? You are just talking about it day in, day out, particularly to start with because you're launching it. And so when you're launching anything, you've got a few weeks of email talking about it, social media talking about it, maybe doing interviews on radio, PR stuff talking about it. There's a lot of work involved in launching something, even if it's just an 11 pound product or a 15 quid book, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of work that goes in there. And so that marketing is not passive, right? It takes a lot of energy and effort. And even if you are stepped back from it, then you will have costs because you will have Facebook, meta ads, Facebook and Instagram ads, for example, that you're paying for. So whilst that might not be you actually doing that work, you've got to pay for the ads, you've got to pay for someone to manage the ads, um, and that will hit your profit margin too, of course, because that needs to come out of any profit that you that you make, which is fine. You can all do that. You can work that out as a business calculation. But somebody needs to be doing this constant marketing work because we just, you know, we all we forget, right? It might be the best thing in the absolute world and the thing that we really need that's going to change our lives, but. If we're not constantly told about it, we just ain't going to remember about it because there's too much other stuff going on in life for anybody's product or service to be forefront in our minds. And I hate to break that to you, <laughs> but you're not really you're not really the forefront of anybody's mind, and 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 I'm not either. It's not to say that we're not in there, and they don't we don't pop into their heads and go, oh yeah, do you know what? I really want to contact Libby about doing some work with her, but it's not a. It's not a thing that people think about every waking moment of every day, sadly. I mean, I wish that were true, but I wish that were different. But even the biggest names in the world, right, they just, they pop in to your head, they pop out, and everyday life is what takes up the most headspace and takes priority. So you have to be constant and consistent in your marketing work. And that, as you know, with any marketing, it takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort, and it might take some money depending on whether you're outsourcing stuff or paying for paying for ads. And even if you are you make money, your passive income is from an affiliate scheme. So an affiliate scheme is where you have a special link a cookied link, a kind of coded link that you send out to people recommending a product or a service. And if they click on that and they end up buying, you will get a kickback of commission, right? So affiliate affiliate work can be a good way to make a passive, inverted commas, income stream. However, the same thing applies. You've still got to market this. You've still got to tell people what it is, why it's so great, why they need it, how it's going to change their life. So marketing, to me, is not passive. It's just not passive because because it isn't, because you can't just sit there and, and hope that one post does the job. You can't do that. So that 
whilst you're not creating, recreating the product, and if you have one person buy or a thousand people buy, there's no extra work for you, that, that in itself is a scalable product or service, absolutely for sure. The, it needs constant tending, right? So, I mean, you know, if you think of it like your garden, for example, you can put all the plants in, that's great, but you still got to mow the lawn and you still got to chop stuff down and you still got to deadhead things. It will still continue to grow and to thrive. But if you don't ever touch it ever again, it'll get overgrown and stuff will die. And yeah, if it's hot, everything will die because it's not watered. So it's the same thing with a passive income product. You've got to You've got to nurture it. You've got to look after it. You've got to support it. You've got to tell people about it. Okay, which is great, you know, which is cool. That can be kind of the thing that you do. You know, you focus on, you talk about this product all the time. And like I say, if you have one person or you have a thousand people, it's no extra work for you. There might be additional costs depending on what your hosting platform is. But generally speaking, it's it's a multiplier, right? So... But it takes work to do it. And then also, you've got the customer service element. It's quite unlikely and unrealistic that you would create an online course, for example, that people can just buy off the shelf and self-study, that never requires any customer service or, or support. There will be people who forget their password. <laughs> there will be people who just can't access it for whatever reason, have some kind of tech issue. There will be people who don't understand it and need some kind of additional walkthrough. There will be people who aren't happy and there will be people who complain and there will be people who want refunds, particularly if you're scaling something to thousands, right? Hundreds or thousands. There will always be a percentage of people who want their money back. That's just a rite of passage in business, um, which is fine, which is great, which is just all part of business. But that customer service delivery, uh, the customer service of delivery and support has a cost, has a cost and has a, ta- has a time cost and has a monetary cost too. It's not passive, okay? There needs to be something active there in order to keep the thing alive, you know, if it's just something that people can buy and there's never any, there's there's nothing, you know, particularly if it's a course, if there's no way of them contacting you or your team or something, then then you'll find that you people don't get as good an experience. People buy stuff. We all buy stuff and want to be part of something, particularly if we're buying into somebody's program. So how would you deliver that customer service element? Could be you. No, absolutely could be you. It might be something that you outsource to a VA or a OBM, an online business manager. And but it's something that kind of somebody needs to be on top of. It can't be, it needs to be checked every day, for example. Emails and, and that kind of thing, um, wherever the messages go to. It can't be something that you just check once a week because you're busy living the life of your dreams on a beach in Bali. You have to provide the customer service that people expect, yeah? Particularly if somebody is unhappy or can't access something. You've got to kind of be on it. So there's the ongoing cost of that customer service 
element, which again isn't passive, it's absolutely an active thing. And within that will be costs for certain software. So the hosting of the platform, wherever your your product is, wherever your course is, and the, um, you know, anything else you need, like your email marketing software or whatever else goes goes with it. So there will be ongoing costs with that, which in themselves are passive, right? You just pay for, you pay your subscription and, and you, you get what you've paid for. But this this active element of the customer service is definitely not passive because it's active, right? <laughs> so it's it's a really it's a really difficult one, and I will never advise you one way or another. I will give you the information that you need in order to make an informed decision. But if you think that if you have the idea that, oh, if I just create this one product, then I'll never have to do everything, anything again. I'll just record this course that I've been, a topic I've been talking about. I'll make it into a 10-part program and I'll sell it for £300 and I'll never have to do anything again and the money will just come in and it will be amazing. You're missing about 30 pieces of that of that particular puzzle. Absolutely. And whilst it can be a superb way to grow and scale your business, you know, just having the, having one thing, having one thing, having one product absolutely is the way to go and is, is the easiest way to be successful because you get known for that thing, right? So you get, the more you get known for that thing, the more people will recommend it and say, oh yeah, you know, Libby, she's the person who'll help you work less and earn more. You'll get known for something, but people forget. And so you have to keep, you have to keep on with this marketing. You absolutely can't kind of let that slip. And like I say, you can do a more passive form of marketing, which is paying for ads, but somebody's got to do that. Somebody's got to, um, you've got to outsource that to someone and someone's got to be, got to be on it. So it's, so passive doesn't really mean passive. Passive means to me, and to explain it to you, passive means to create once and sell multiple times. That is the truth. That's a fact, right? Create it once, sell it multiple times. That's a smart way to run a business and to scale a business. But to imply that it is just totally passive and you'll never have to do anything ever again, it's just not true. And you know that I like to debunk myths when it comes to business and just share the God honest truth about what actually goes on behind the scenes. And that's exactly what I've what I've done for you for you today. Now I'll tell you a little bit about my experience with passive income products. So over the years, I've had an assortment of them. I've tried lots of things, you know, going back, crikey, I don't know, I mean, 10, 10 years must have been when I had my first online um just buy and buy and do product. And they've always been, you know, they've always been reasonably successful. I've had reasonable launches and made some money from it. But for me, and this is something that I just want you to kind of think about, for me, I don't like the passive element. And the thing that I really like about my business and like about working with my clients, because I work one-to-one with my clients, so I'm, I, you know, that's absolutely not passive, right? I'm fully active, fully involved in that. But that's what I enjoy. 
I enjoy the conversations I have with my clients. I enjoy the problems they come to me with. I enjoy solving those problems with them and knowing that I've changed their lives, I've changed their businesses and they can go off and be far happier and more successful business owners. That's what I really like. And when I've had passive or semi-passive products, I find it really frustrating and to be absolutely honest with you, a little bit boring. Because it's like the money comes in, ding, someone else has signed up for your program, ding, someone else has bought your online course. And it's like, if I don't know who they are, and I'm not really going to have any involvement with them. And that just feels a bit sort of meh to me. It feels like, to me, it feels like just making money. And I've never really kind of been that motivated by that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love earning a lot of money. I love spending a lot of money. You know, I love money in that in that regard. And I love to have nice things. But it's got to, it, it can't be kind of soulless for me. I've got to be able to see the change in people's eyes. That's what makes it all worthwhile for me. Absolutely, is is making the change and making the difference. And I've always felt like that. Right from, I mean, crikey, right in the early stages of my my career, I suppose, when I, I worked for a charity for a while and I was doing presentations, fundraising presentations, and being able to share the stories of how those donations actually changed people's lives and could change the lives of people in that room. You know, it, it was always that that I really liked, this kind of human connection and making a difference. And... It's not really possible to do that with a passive income product. Not saying that whatever the course or program is doesn't change people's lives, but you're removed from it, right? Because you're on a beach in Bali having a nice time, but you're so kind of removed from it that without any any interaction, I just don't like it. For it it's absolutely not for me, and it's it might be for you. You know, you might you might just really want to just scale and bang these products out and keep marketing it and people buy it and you make your money and that's that's what you're happy with and there's no right or wrong here but for me I do like the kind of intensity of the one-to-one relationship and being able to know that I've actually made I've actually made a difference I don't want to sell widgets by numbers um and that's just I suppose that's kind of just something else to consider with it really So if you're thinking about doing a totally passive product where it's pre-recorded, you sell it, you sell at volume, that's the end of it, then think about how that will, I don't know, what, nourish your soul? Not wanting to get too woo-woo about things. But how will that kind of actually make you feel? How will that make you feel? And it might be that, tick, amazing, they've got what they paid for, boom, onto the next thing. Oh, it might be that, like me, you it's, it's kind of just wholly unsatisfying and you want to actually have some, some kind of contact with these people. So it could be that you would introduce a sort of middle ground, which is not passive, but it's like passive, what's the word when you call it like, um, oh, I can't think of the word. But when you, it's like semi-passive, I suppose. So you sell your product, that's fine. People can buy it whenever, you know, your 300 pounds ticks over, Keep you keep rolling in new people. But once a month, say, you have a call with them. So you have a live call with them. And that obviously stops it being a passive product to a certain extent. It still is in that you, the course, the core course is pre pre-created and 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 that's it and that's done 
But you might find that if you add in that live element, actually that is satisfying your need to be in touch with these people, to kind of communicate with them and to see the whites of their eyes. So, you know, don't think necessarily that a purely passive, again, in inverted commas, purely passive product is the way to go. You know, you could hybrid, that's the word, you could do a hybrid product which has some kind of live element from you. And actually, that's not necessarily a huge amount of extra work, but is a ton of extra value for people often. Or you could be full touch like like I am with my clients. You know, this is entirely a decision that you make in your business, in your service-based business, as to how you operate it. And it's got to be whatever feels right for you. And there is no right or wrong at all with this. So you can start with something that's all pre-recorded, market the hell out of it, and then choose to add in a human touch element to it or just stop offering it completely, whatever. You know, I mean, you can always make these these decisions for yourself. But what I wanted to share with you today, really, the really important thing is that passive income does not mean you never have to do any work or never have any associated costs ever again. That just is unrealistic and untrue. But there are ways, if you understand all that, there are absolutely ways that you can scale and grow your business using something that you create once and sell multiple times. Absolutely. So I hope this has been really helpful for you. It's, it's, it's interesting, I always think, to look at different business models and to try and work out, you know, how people are making their, their money and what would suit you. And I just think that acknowledging the fact that there are a million different ways that we could all make, make money and just picking out the bits that work for us. And part of that does come with experience, for sure. I mean, you know, I've done I've done passive projects products I've done really high touch services and I've done everything in between and it's only through experience and finding out what I like doing that I know what's right for me and is it scalable not in the same way I man I couldn't have a thousand clients because I there simply aren't enough hours in the day and nor do I want to so it it depends what you want to do. You know, if you want to go for volume, you go down a more passive or um, hybrid passive route. And if you want to have high touch and get really involved with people and their lives and their business, then you go for something that's really active, like one-to-one services. Does not matter. As long as you know how much it costs you to deliver how much profit you're going to be able to make, how much capacity you've got, and whether you enjoy it or not, those are the only decisions that matter in any of this. So it's been a pleasure today, and I hope I've shared with you the truth about passive income so that you can go out there and make the decisions that you need to make for your business. Let me know what you think, and let me know kind of where you are with the products and services that you offer I'm on Instagram at Libby Langley or LinkedIn too, if you just search for Libby Langley on LinkedIn and message me. And I I, I know that um, I say this a lot, but I really do love to hear from you and the difference that this podcast is making to you. So thank you ever so much for listening and I will see you again next week. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. 
If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.